morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening. Folks, thank you very, very much for listening. The date today is the 22nd of February, year of... Restart. You can do it. No, 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 keep it. Okay, year of our Lord, 2021. Play is mess up, too. It's all right. I'm really mad because I, I, I really committed to stop that to stopping so i'm really out of character right now i'm like totally out of whack okay we're here what, wait what did you say today's date was i don't know i think it was because i was fixating on not saying the wrong year okay because you did that because i did time, that yeah. last episode so if you're listening to this show for the first time usually that intro goes a lot smoother i promise there are 10 examples before this where it's it did go really well james uh it's sunday nick as of this recording it's sunday did you have a good weekend I did. Um, sheesh, what did I do this weekend? Friday. You bullied me on Twitter for a no, few hours. Didn't. No, it was mutual. It was mutual bullying. Um, what did I do? Yesterday, I actually had an off day. Um, we started the early process of, like, if you've listened to this show, you know I'm moving soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started that process. Um I finished up a big story that I'm. That's actually gonna. If you're listening to this now on Monday, it's out. So go to my Twitter page, J L Edwards I I I, or the Athletic, and it's just it's about the creation of beef stew. Okay, great. Um, I, not not beef stew, the nickname, but the person Isaiah Stewart. Sure. And so people, I mean, I've Nick, you've realized this. I would say is Isaiah Stewart probably the fan favorite right now. Yeah, I think uh, between him and Sadiq, sure. Yeah, but I think Isaiah just there's a um, there's a Detroitness to him that I think people have have really become um, a likened and, to. And that's what the story's about. Where that Detroitness came from from a kid who's from Rochester, New York. Yeah. So it's about the super uh, to tease. Go press play on the pod. Go read this. The the headline is Isaiah Stewart and the superhero who raised him. Ooh, and and yeah, make sure you subscribe to the Athletic. So I have a question: um, Who, if if the Pistons called you right now and they said, "Hey, we we want to give you a jersey," who whose name do you want? Who's Nick getting? Who's Nick's jersey? I actually would still heavily consider Blake. I I that's, I, that's I genuinely would, as just a sentiment, sort of like a I I love you. Sort of all right, active roster. <laughs> sure, um, th- I wouldn't actually do it, but I that is something that I would consider. Um, you know what a big problem I have with the guys on this roster is everyone has they're not white enough. Is that a thing? Is that what people think about me? No, nah, I'm just messing with you. I know Laz is, is rolling right now. He heard that and he loved that one. <laughs> um, I feel like I feel like we mentioned Laz and Pistons versus everybody more on this show than anybody else or anything else. But anyways, um, my problem is... friend of the show. Very good friend of the show. My problem is everybody has stupid numbers. Like, I I really hate the numbers Facts. that everybody wears. So, yeah, this team has um, a lot of gross jersey numbers. Right. So it's like if I'm repping a jersey, it's like, oh, I don't want to... I mean, not that I, I love you, DeLon, but I'm not going to wear a DeLon Wright jersey. But even if I did, it's like 55. Ugh. But it kind of plays well for him. I don't know how it works. So to answer your question... Um, I, I might do Josh just because there's sort of like a I don't know I, I just I'm see your favorite piston right now no and I don't know that I have one yet but um inter well I'll I'll just do Jeremy I'll just do Jeremy Grant I don't know I don't know can I be honest with you I don't want any of them I <laughs> I, I don't want I don't want one because you don't want Killian 
okay, I forgot because you said active roster, so I was thinking about guys that we're seeing every well, night. Well, I meant guys that'll be. No, on I'm the team. sorry. You're you're 100 yeah. right. I just completely spaced Killian. Um, yeah, of course. I'm sorry, Killian. Yes, I would do Killian Hayes. It's not close. So I just didn't consider it. Um, Rank your top five. So Killian, Jeremy, Josh. Who are the last two? Well, it's difficult. Sadiq and Isaiah. Because I, yeah, probably because I don't want to get attached to anybody because I don't know who's going to be on this team in a year, in two years. Like there's there could there's so much potential for turnover. Um, I would say all the rookies will be here. For sure. Yeah, but um, can I hold the? Can I reserve? Uh, if they called me and said we want to give you a jersey, can I say call me back in three months when Cade's on the team? No, you got to pick. I got to pick now. Team. Yeah, I I'd do Killian. Yeah, like you said, it would go Killian. Um, Probably Jeremy, Josh, Isaiah, then Sadiq. Um, I respect it, but I and yeah, I would I would probably say that. But I, I don't I don't want to backtrack for just a second, just on the Isaiah Stewart thing. Give me a little bit of a teaser, a little bit of a primer. If is this is this question answered in the story? Does he know? So he knows about the nickname now, obviously, because you talked to him about it. But before you talked yeah. to him about it, did he know about? He actually, these two? we didn't talk about the nickname. Okay. Uh, but the last question, I, damn, I should have asked him about it. Um, uh, the last question I asked him, I was like, because you brought this up on a pod. You're like, I wonder if these guys like know how much we like yeah. rally behind them. Yeah. I was like, do you under like, are you able to understand how much the fans love you? Like, you're probably a fan favorite right now. Yeah. And this is after we did like the whole like the stories about his relationship with his dad, who's from Jamaica. He's the superhero. So I really recommend you go read the story. It's it's one of my favorite stories I've written. Cool artwork too. We did our own illustrations, like Ringer style. For okay, it. yeah. Um, but I but he knows how much the fans love him, and he loves you guys. Right. That, that that I didn't I wasn't able to work that into the story. It just didn't fit the theme. But here's an exclusive from it. Okay. Maybe we can play the clip of that question. Yeah, I don't, that's too I, much. That's a lot of work that's, for you. That's, I could send it to you. Yeah, we'll see if I can make that work. I wouldn't count on he, it. Though. He he is very appreciative of the love that the city has given him. That's awesome. That makes me really happy. Um, yeah, and he sees he sees it. Yeah, I, I would say that he's the fan favorite just because there was no expectation for him. So anything that he does, it feels like he's exceeding sort of what maybe we thought that he could be. Um, you know, these, and he just legitimately plays his ass off every second sure. he's on the floor. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that's great. That makes me really happy. I'm really excited to check that out. Your um, uh, Wayne Ellington pop quiz, that might have been my favorite story you've ever written. Really? Like the Jeremy Grant yeah. one was actually, no. that was objectively the best one. But in terms of like, I guess the fun, like I really just enjoyed fun. the Wayne Ellington story. I thought the, I did the pop quiz with Markeith last year when you didn't have a subscription. Um, <laughs> you like that jab there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Markeith was funnier because he... There was like it was just Markeith, and he's just a different built, a little different yeah. than Wayne. But Wayne's was good. I I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, it was fun. And I I always look at it like this: like I don't know if people want to read two thousand words on Wayne Ellington, but they'll read a a thousand word pop quiz sure. to see if he gets all the questions right. right. So I was I was thankful for him for taking the time out to do that, and the feedback on that was was great. And I'm gonna try to do one every year, assuming the Pistons have a veteran like that. Yeah, um, every single year. It should be mentioned, I don't want to alienate anybody who maybe doesn't know what we're talking about. Uh, James had a, a sit-down conversation, sort of sit-down, over-the-phone conversation with Wayne Ellington, uh, pop-quizzing him on his career, and it was really fun. It, it should also be pointed out, again, this is not a visual podcast. We say that almost every week. James is actually wearing a hat that he only bought because he saw that Wayne was wearing it. 
So that's a that's kind of a fact. It just is. Uh, you tweeted about the hat. Yes. I saw the hat. I'm like, this is a fire hat. Yes. And I looked in the replies, and somebody knew what what uh, site it came from. Yeah. And I copped one. Yeah, it's like the Detroit Tigers D with the Red Wings wing hanging off. Yeah. Of it. You'll have to tweet a picture tomorrow off like Bunny Cardigan or something, so that way people know they have a visual representation for those that don't remember what the hat looks like. But all right. Yeah. Thank you to that company. I'm not gonna shout them out because it took too long for my hat to get here, Ooh. and they didn't provide a proper updates. So I had to email Ooh. them like three times. Uh, but the hat's dope. Yeah, it's fire. But yeah, so no free ads for them. But it is a yeah. good hat. Um, we actually have some kind of not important news, but sort of like a ah, that's not great. Delon Wright out at least two weeks. Uh, pulled a muscle in his groin. Correct. Yeah. Okay. This is sort of like a the the most good bad thing that could have happened to us because we're finally starting to. I don't want to say hit our stride, but in terms of um, I, like you look at a guy like me. I'm already on the brink of not caring again. Like uh, at, that changed quickly. As of the, yes, as of this recording, that Chicago loss really kind of pissed me off. Even though it was a good loss, like Jeremy Grant scores 43 and you lose, sure, whatever. But I just I'm they blew it. Yeah. I'm tired of Zach Levine. I'm tired of like not because he's bad. Like it's because he's too good. And it, it it I just sent the letter to him actually before we recorded. That's why I was late. That's I why you really had to lick the stamp. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's infuriating watching him go fifteen to twenty and give you thirty five. Like I can't wrap my brain around it. It really upsets me. But um, as of this recording, we play Orlando tonight, and then we play them again in a few days. I I don't know. So what I'm saying is like we already had a really difficult uh, situation with our um, rotation at the one. Delon Wright was providing a lot of stability and then some. He was probably I would say he's probably been. The Pistons is definitely third, but I would say second most important player over the last two weeks. Sure, absolutely. I think you could make the argument for two. I think most people, because like Plumlee has actually played a really good stretch recently. He's been kind of yeah. bad, but um, obviously, excuse me, Josh has been great. But yeah, there's an argument to be made, absolutely. So he goes down, and you kind of already had it. it was just him, and it was Dennis Smith Jr. They haven't been using Frank or Saban. They've been uh, pocketing their two ways. Uh, they're, mm-hmm. they're like their games allowed, which is good because we're going to be needing a lot of them. So, and, yeah. I, and I think it was you that tweeted this. Um, we should expect that Dennis Smith Jr. is going to start. So now, just the last thing I want to say before I give you the floor, what I mean I by think so, yeah. What I mean by this is a good bad thing is like it's good because we're going to lose, and it's like that's why we're here, right? Bad because the 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 manner with which we will lose. Will not be fun. Doesn't look, yeah, yeah. It does not look like the days of the competitive losers that have been the Detroit, the 2020, 2021 Detroit Pistons. And I don't mean that as a slight. Like they've been as entertaining of, of a of a bad team as you can be for at least the next two weeks. That looks like that could be done um, because Delon was so good the last two weeks, and yeah, like he was just you could count on fifteen and six and five from him at minimum and now you're throwing in dsj who i think he's looked at his best defensively sure on this so far since joining i think he's done some good things defensively offensively it's just like he's shot in way too many threes a lot of pull-up threes yeah (laughs) yeah and i think i think some of that is like the feel and like still like getting used to it i don't think that will carry as the season goes on um 
but yeah, like Mike, I mean, as soon as he got here, he was thrown into the backup role. I'd imagine that he would start. Um, could Rodney Magruder be the backup? Probably. Oh, I'm sorry. I always uh, forget about Rodney. You're right. Yeah, like they could use him as a safety and then maybe Saban Lee or Frank in the second half. Um, but, yeah, Saban and Frank both have like 30-plus games left. So it's right. like there's no rush to convert either one of them to actual contracts. And, yeah, like so to me, I look at it as a win-win for Detroit. With a lose. There's a win-win-lose. And, and the lose has an asterisk. The lose is because we're going to be losing again in a way that is not actually fun. Okay, so two two lose a lose with two asterisks because there's another reason. Which is the win win is win. The first win is they're going to still be bad. Mm-hmm. Better chance at Cade. Sure. The second win is maybe you find a diamond in the rough. Maybe DSJ emerges. Maybe Saban Lee emerges. Maybe Frank Jackson emerges. Now there's time to find out. The lose with the two asterisks, one is what you just noted. It's very likely that they're not going to be in a lot of games. It, it, you could see some ugly losses coming up. And the other one is, and I don't have the, I don't have this on sourcing. Um, I wrote about it last week, but you would imagine that DeLon could have got traded. Okay, that's what I thought you were going with this, yeah. Yeah. And now you're going, if he's out for, if he's not even getting reevaluated for two weeks, that takes you to the first week of March. There's a chance he's healthy by the deadline. Which is I about would three weeks, yeah. Want to, yeah, end of March. Yeah. March 25th, I think. 25th, yep. Teams want to see him. Um, <clears throat> that could throw a monkey wrench in things because, I, I mean, I don't know if Detroit was going to trade him um, because, again, Killian's out for the foreseeable future and you kind of just need some stability at the position. And DeLon's going to get you something fine, but nothing great like that if you – didn't trade him. I don't think people would be furious just because they understand the point guard situation currently. Yeah. Uh, but if you wanted to trade him and maybe you got like a second and a young player, like a Reggie Bullock type deal, who, you know, I love ref- referencing I was, that trade. I wasn't going to mention it because Jesus, man, it's every <laughs> other episode that you bring it up. Yes. <laughs> Something like that. Then maybe you're in some trouble. So yeah, it's a weird situation. It's not like the end of the world. Again, this team was losing with the Uh They're just yeah. going to lose worse without him. I would just be bummed because the guy has preached like I, I, I've been trying to get to Detroit for like two or three years now, or two years, yeah. yeah. And he's here for four months, plays too well, and now Troy's like, I'm so sorry, you played above your value. Now we got to And this is now this is a genuine question. It's not. I'm not trying to like. This is just. I'm genuinely asking. We talked about this before when Wayne was going scorched earth for, I don't know, about a week and a half in the beginning I of I think January. I know what you're about to ask, and I'm glad you're going to ask it because somebody asked me on Twitter, and I want to respond on this. Okay, hopefully I'm on the right path. And I asked you, you know, it's Wayne's not peaking at the right time, right? So is it going to, mm-hmm. if he kind of comes back down to earth around the trade deadline, are people going to look back? And, and you're like, well, at the end of the day, teams know what they're capable of. So that what my question here is, is the DeLon Wright injury – really that big of a deal because he has been uber productive this year for Detroit on the offensive end. Um, so a team like Philly who had reported interest, they're just going to take that into consideration. Even if he comes back from injury, kind of like a little bit more down, like I I'm not worrying this great, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So somebody asked me, is this another case of Detroit holding on to a, a, a trade chip too long? And now he's hurt. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, come on, like we're at the time. We're a month, more than a month out from the trade deadline. It's a a groin strain. Like, we don't even know how it happened. He just, like, literally went up for a jumper, it looked like, and he just grabbed his groin. On his way back down, yeah. Yeah. 
and that's and I don't even know if that's where it came from. That's just where it looked like it came from the Memphis game. Um, and it's like, like if, if you want to just continue to shoot shots at the organization because you have a vendetta, that's totally fine. Um, I guess in, enjoy that. It's not. It's weird. James so, is being yeah, nice. Like, You're weird if you do that. I, it's just like you don't anticipate a. You can't. You don't just trade a guy. Derek's situation was different. Derek, there was a mutual agreement they wanted to do by him, right? He wanted to get out in a time where he could go help a team win a playoff. DeLon's like, they don't have to trade DeLon. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they don't have to trade Derek, but you know what I mean? The situation's different. Like, there was a, they did right by Derek, a former MVP who's a big name and all that stuff. You take the, you take a guy like DeLon and Wayne. Wayne may be different because he was shooting so ridiculous, but, like, Wayne's going to – his shooting – he's not going to get down to, like, 35%. Wayne's going to be fine. Sure. DeLon's another one. Like, you take to the deadline, and maybe he continues to play like how he has this last two weeks, and it's, like, raises his value. That's just how it happens. Sometimes things, unfortunately, happen and guys get injured. It's It sucks for them. It sucks for the organization. But it's – you don't just – Oh, Delon's not going to play better than this. Let's sit him out right now until we can trade him. It's just like that's just not how this works. Sure, absolutely. For um, a guy of that caliber, right? I realized when we started recording, it's been I think of like maybe two weeks since we've done one of our famous segments. And James, it's the start of the week, which means it's time for questions. I'm tired of answering. Is there anything right now that? And I actually, if you can't think of one, I think I actually might have one for you. Mm-hmm. Questions that you're tired of answering? Uh, not like I haven't really gotten like questions out that I've answered. Uh, I've seen like, is there any way at all we can trade Blake? I guess, and it's just like, have you been watching? Yeah, I don't know. Like, not really. I, I'd be, I would be, if I had a thousand dollars to just bet, and I wasn't. A journalist covering mm. the team. I would bet that thousand dollars that Blake is bought out and not traded. Yeah, absolutely. The question that I think you're tired of actually does tie into that. It also ties into Killian, ties into as many things as you want. It's one word, okay? Development? No. No. Timetable? <laughs> you hate that question right now, I bet. Uh this is how I look at it. I get like people aren't able to like follow everything we tweet or every story we put out so they might miss some things i get it the thing that gets me is like they'll be like do you have an update on killian i'm like i had if i had an update i promise i'm not keeping it for myself i get i get no pleasure out of just keeping killian injury updates to myself there's that's i don't find that fun yeah uh so like if i i from for anybody that going forward any question that they have about updates I promise you, as soon as I have one, I will give it to you guys because you are you guys are the ones who actually care. Yeah. Also, um, you wouldn't have to ask because Pistons Twitter would have run with it, and it would be the whole timeline. We'd be like, "Kill yeah. Like he's back. Like you know what I mean? Like it would be. Yeah. Um, I'm not even like convinced he plays again this year. No, I I think I've said this before. I think they should just shut it down. Selfishly, like I and I said this. You actually got all wet blankety about me saying this, and I was like, classic James. When I made the joke that <laughs> wet blankety, if they yeah, like you always rain on my parade and you always talk about how I only like white players, so that's just the dynamic that we have here. Um, I said that if they shut Killian down for the year, he comes back next year. We have Killian Hayes and Cade Cunningham. 
Killian's still eligible for Rookie of the Year. Now we got two yeah. guys in the running for Rookie of the Year. So that was my joke. And you're like, well, I don't think the Pistons care about you know giving him Rookie of the Year. And I was like, James, come on, man. So well, no, no, no. You framed it as they should sit him so he can win Rookie of the Year. I'm like, they don't give a shit about that. They're sitting him so he's healthy. Sure. My actual response is like, I kind of don't care because it's like by that point, I don't know, like. I, I, I guess obviously I'm anxious to see him. I think it's a it's a genuine shock that we found things to be excited about in his absence. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it felt like the season started and we were like, Killian, Killian, Killian. When he wasn't on the floor, you're just kind of like looking at your watch. And then he comes back in and you're right back, you know. And then he goes out and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to watch. Like, what? Yeah. You know? I get that. And I then, get that. He's the hyped up pick. Yeah. Um, I, I just always... I'm glad we're on the Killian thing. Um, I would just always – I understand fans' excitement and them being sad that he wasn't phenomenal to start. But yeah. But you you have to remember, aside from the fact that he's 19 and still has, like, tons of room to grow, he was the number seventh pick in a draft that nobody thought was a good draft. Which we it's were wrong out to, about, yeah. It's turned out to be a fine draft so far. Yeah. But it's, like, it's not like there was a lot of, like – Picks five through fifteen weren't all like supposed to be made out to be great players. Like that's that's not what it was ever billed as. Like it's been kind of a surprise some of the names how well they've played. Um, yeah. So I would just say like, yeah, he was the seventh pick, and yeah, he struggled. But one, give it time, and two, it's like this isn't the O three LeBron draft class where it was just like baller after baller after yeah. baller like this wasn't that yeah it's not the 84 historic terrence stansbury class either so um i i just <laughs> i, I want to make it clear that like what i said about i achillian's out i don't even want to watch this team i again i was pleasantly surprised like wow delon wright kind of making this team watchable obviously jeremy grant kind of kind of making this team watchable josh jackson is he uh is he a top five forward in the league like it's been it's been an interesting you have that question I, that was just I was doing my Bill Simmons impression. Oh, okay. If I'm okay. Bill, okay, I'm gonna oh, sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna do another Bill Simmons, talking about Josh Jackson. I'd trade Marcus Smart for him. That's what Bill Simmons <laughs> always says when he's talking about when Bill Simmons is talking about a guy he kind of likes. If he says I'd trade Marcus Smart for him, that's how you know he's dead serious that he really likes that yeah. guy. Yeah, that's funny. Um, all right, James, I'm we're gonna play a fun game. Okay. Would you trade Marcus Smart for Josh Jackson? What? Given the Pistons, you're factoring in the Pistons' situation and well, how much Josh makes. Is Danny Ainge saying yes? Because I don't think the Celtics do that. They no, just they, they don't. don't. Do they I'm don't. At, yeah, I'm saying if they offer that. Sure. To if Nicholas they for Hanks some the reason of the Pistons, if they for some reason offer that to us. Um, what's I don't remember what Marcus's contract is. If it's up soon, I'm going to go into it assuming that we have him for a few years. I think it is up soon. We're just going to assume he promised to resign. Okay. So do I want Marcus sure. Smart long term, like as a sixth or something? Um. Yeah. No. Anyways, I have a game that I want us to play. Um, I don't know. It's a great question. I, I, it's a great question. I, someone's going to give an answer on that, and it's going to be so black and white that I'm going to be like, yeah, I probably should have realized that immediately. <laughs> um, I have a fun game. So there's a, right. there's a weird reset that we've done on a certain um, pre-halftime and post-game show on a major network that features three uh, former – uh it, it, okay tnt guys okay the tnt crew okay yeah there's a fun game that people like hate them now but there's a fun game that they play on yeah, there at this thoughts on that 
We can go into it after. Oh, are we going to play who he played for? Yes, we are. James. Let's go. I wasn't going to say because I didn't want us to get a cease and desist. I was going to name it. Who does this guy play for? Um, <laughs> I was going to um, Ellis Island the name and you know. Okay. This is why. This is why. I, I rock with you. Let's go. <laughs> I'm hyped. What do you? Because okay, there's five names. What are you hoping to? Are you hoping for like eighty percent? What are you hoping for? None of these guys are on two ways, right? One of these guys is in the G League. Oh, I'm hoping for three. Three. Four. Okay. I won't. I won't know the two way guy. I'm. Just, I, wait, I, they're in the. I have to name the G League. No, no, team no, no, no. You. I. I. I'll tell. No, no, no. You you just have right. to name like the 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 NBA affiliate of the G League team like so you oh, know what okay I mean. okay start with the easiest one I actually there's two that I think might be the easiest one so I'll just right, do we'll this one okay Alex Len Washington nice I thought you were gonna say Toronto because I I actually forgot that Washington picked him up Alex Len was one of the slowest and worst centers in basketball two years ago or a year and a half ago, then he gets traded to Sacramento in the Dwayne Dedman swap, plays the most valuable and productive minutes of his career, and then Sacramento's like, bye, made me really upset. Um, you're one for one. Yeah, that's what I do. This one I think is a little bit of a softball, okay? I think this one's, I think you'll get this one. He's a rookie, okay? All right. Trey Jones. Memphis. That's his brother, Tyus. Wait, 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 wait. Um, they just played each other. Uh, I mean, to be fair, you already guessed and you were wrong, so I'll give you... No, 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 hold on, five, give me one more. Four, three, two, one. I need a name. Say it, say it, say a team, say a team. And the... Uh, James. Can I'm, I say it? Go ahead. If you got a team, go ahead and say it. Timberwolves. No. That's where Ooh. Ty has played before Memphis. <laughs> Where's Trey where, at again? Trey is in San Antonio. San Antonio. So I knew that. Tyus they Jones the other day. Tyus Jones it. was the uh, the summer league MVP uh, with the Minnesota Timberwolves. You are one for two. Now this guy um, actually was almost a Motown No All Star. Okay. Okay. Also a rookie. He, do, he actually gets decent minutes, so you might know who he is. I should. Or where where he plays for? Yeah. C J Ellaby. Uh. Come on, I can like picture. It's not good radio, James. You gotta, you gotta talk. Um, Sacramento, <laughs> no, <laughs> Portland, <laughs> Portland. That's right, Portland. Okay, <laughs> right, you're one for three. Now this is the, this is the, uh, <laughs> this is so much fun. This is the two way guy. Okay, he is currently uh, playing in the G League. Okay. You just have to name, like, the actual NBA team that he's affiliated with, though. Okay. Okay. Uh, almost a Detroit Piston, Elio Cobo. Yeah, he, he was with Phoenix. He was with Phoenix, was almost included in the Luke Kennard deal, yes. And his rights are still owned by Phoenix, right? Uh, no. Okay. He was, oh, he was picked gonna... up by this team, I think. I think like a week, maybe within the first month of the season. Yeah, I don't I'm think you ever. This. You want me to tell you? Uh, um, let me guess at least. Erie. The Brooklyn Nets. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that. One for four, James. That's bad. This last one, a former Detroit Piston. Okay. 
actually a former Detroit Piston. Kind but of. you notice I, I'm going to get this one. Is and he's he's on an active roster. This he person is. About this guy is is on an active roster. Yes. I'm going to get <clears throat> the players that like the rookies are tough. Well, this is your last one, so you're one for four. I'm going right to get now. this one. I'm calling my. I'm pointing toward the stands right now. Okay. With my bet. Okay. Justin Patton. He just got picked up by. Um. I'm picturing Mike Vorkanov, our Knicks writer, just wrote a story, but it wasn't to the Knicks. It was not to the Knicks. <laughs> this is bullshit. Um, Eastern or Western Conference? Western Conference. It's, it's not Houston, is it? It is Houston. It's Houston, yeah. It is okay. the Houston Rockets. So you were two yeah. of five. Um, was that harder than you thought it was going to be? Yeah, because I didn't expect I didn't expect rookies. Um, yeah. I didn't expect rookies. I thought about throwing in. I, see, that was kind of the thing is I, I wanted to throw. Can in. you give me one more so I can like get to five hundred? Uh, or not five hundred, but at least be three for six. While I think of a different player, talk to the people about the the hamburger spot. The, I don't know why I said hamburger. Like it was like it's the night. Little Bros. If you're in, if you're in, uh, Metro Detroit, Royal Oak, Little Bros. I just ate there. I'm burping it up as we speak. My st- I just had a gut buster, and it lives up to the hype. It's probably my favorite burger spot in Detroit proper. Like, it's a little shack on the corner of 4th and something right next to the Aveda Institute, right at the train tracks. You can see O'Toole's and 5th Avenue from there. Yeah, if you're in – if you're, I'm giving them free pub right now. I don't know why you set me up for this. But, yeah, go get the gut buster and a chocolate shake. Uh, Are we good? So I can yeah, get to... they'll send us a check. Uh, this last one, Kyle Guy. What are you asking me? What team? Oh, I'm thinking Ty Jerome's. He just hit a game winner in the G League. Yeah, no, it was a Kyle Guy. I get him mixed up. Kyle Guy uh, went to uh, the University of Virginia. Yep, yeah, and he and he was on the Suns. Yep, was he? Or no, Ty Jerome was. was Kyle Guy is San Antonio. Or uh, Sacramento. He is Sacramento. There you go, James. You are now three of six. So. All right, there we go. That's not bad. Three, six. Kyle Guy and Ty. Here's a Kyle Guy and Ty Jerome. Whenever I see them in person, I always shout out to Cletus Lewis, uh, the Pistons, one of the Pistons two or three PR guys. He's the one that's usually on the road with us. Um, Every time I see Kyle Guy and Ty Jerome, I point to them and say, that's uh, that's a bucket. Like, I'm getting a bucket on them. There is a list. So, like, how you have your Motown Noah All-Stars. Yeah. There's about a list of five or six guys that I feel confident I in the NBA I could score a bucket on. Do you and wanna... Ty Jerome and Kyle Guy are both on that list. Okay, who else? Because you who can't just is... give us, you know, 20% of the list. Like you got. I'd have to go – I'd have 40%. to find it. There, the list is documented. Um, the I would score on the uh, the younger holiday – the little one, Justin, right? Or is that Aaron? I think it's Aaron. No, not Aaron. Wait, am I thinking of? I'm thinking of, yeah, Aaron. Yeah, he'd get a bucket. Okay. Um, I think I could I could hit a a, a nice uh, baseline midi on Alex Len. I could do that. Yeah, you might be able to rock him. I definitely rock. I'm rocking Alex Len. Yeah, like I'm. He might block my shot, but he's not ripping me. Like I'm getting to my spot on Alex Len. Sure. Um, I'll have to, I'll do we'll do that for the next part. Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll let list. you think about it. Yeah. So there's a there's a question I want to I want to ask you. So yesterday I was recording a video. Tyler Ulis was on that list too. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. He's getting a bucket. Yeah, 
Um, Monday through I was gonna say Monday through Friday, Sunday through Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah. No mercy on the weekends. So I was recording a video yesterday, and it took me way too long to record for a video that was ninety seconds long. It was great. Yeah, I. It's not, but people like it, so whatever. <laughs> um, no, it was really good. It was so. How long, how long did that take you? You just said it. No, it took me about two hours, but it was because so I did six or seven. So for those who don't know, I'll I'll make it my pin tweet so people can watch it if they feel so inclined. I made a video. It was a sketch where I was like a '60s uh, reporter covering the uh, Wilts 100 point game and what I thought that would sound like. And I did about six or seven takes of like complete improvision. So I just kind of had to pick which one I thought was the best one. So the jokes were like each video is completely different. They're different lengths. And at the end, I made up like a fake ad read for a thing called I made up Jack's Shelters. Scared of a nuclear holocaust? Don't fall back. Call Jack. Well, each <laughs> each ad at the end excuse me, was was different. So I was trying to think on the fly like what things were popular in the 60s. So I made a made up an ad for like heartburn medicine and like cigarettes and, I was and I synthesizers are in there. Yep. Yeah. Um, just a bunch of stuff like that. And um, yeah, the, synthesizers. Yeah, the the which actually didn't even come for like another 10 years, but anyways, um I the, the only thing that was not improvised in that was I, I made the joke, like, let's cut to some footage from Wilt's 100-point game. And I was like, oh, that doesn't exist. So I said, let's cut instead to some footage from the Warriors' previous matchup against the Chicago Packers sitting on a record of 16-56. and 56. That's true. I actually looked it up. So the, the, the Warriors' game before Wilt's 100-point game was against Chicago. They were 16-56, and 56, and they won. That was actually true. So no one gave me props, so I'm going to go ahead and just give myself credit for that. Shout and, out to you. Yeah. Anyways. I'm happy. That was a very good video. I, um, yeah, got to get on ESPN a fourth time somehow, right? So. Or a job. Is that a shot at me? Or no. A, okay. You, I, how many, <laughs> again, if anybody from the Detroit Pistons is listening to this podcast, and I know there are some employees in different various um, departments. Tom. I, yeah, Tom's not listening to this. Hire <laughs> um, Nick. Like, he's representing for your organization harder than anybody and it gets them on espn like three times last week nick so. should be like an an in arena host or he should be have his own podcast on the network or him yeah. and matt dairy the nick henkel and matt dairy show Ooh. or i mean there's just a lot of things nick can do and, and yeah. nick is the epitome the pistons need young fans I agree with that, actually. I do agree that's with that. That's their biggest problem right now. That's why I always say they should bring back the teal. Sure. Because that's what the kids want. Nick is the epitome of the young fans. The irony there is I actually despise the teal. But I agree that do it Do you would... really? Oh, God, I hate it. Oh, I hate it so much. I hope they never bring it back. I didn't know you didn't like it. No, I hate it. And I think a lot of why I hate it now is because everybody loves it so much. Everybody wants it so bad. And I just don't want people to be happy. That's fair. I love different, and that jersey's just different. I like the – um, yeah, like I, I don't know. I really like the um, – uh, I don't know. They're fine. I think they're okay. I don't think that they're like the hub of the universe the way that everybody views them. No, Any, I don't think that either, but anyways, I, I also am tired of the regular red, white, red, white, sure, blue. Sure, absolutely. Um, I just – can we wear our home uniforms, please? Just I just want to see the home whites. That's all I want to see. I just want to see them. Yeah. 
And everybody, yeah. well, no, because we keep wearing the cities, or we keep wearing. It's like I, or the chromes, and it's like, can we just wear our own uniforms? The please? chromes are the worst jerseys. Period. In the league, that gray is Period. just gross. I don't know why. But the the cities are fire to me. I know people want to make the Nuggets joke. I've never seen a jersey have the city's name and the state. Love it. That's that little subtle nuance alone makes that fire to me. Yeah, no, I like the jerseys. Like, don't get it twisted. I like the jerseys. I don't want to wear them every other game is my problem. But anyways, so I'm recording this video, and uh, intermittently, so at some point throughout the recording process and editing process, I see this DeMarcus Cousins news. I'm like, oh. All of a sudden, I have, like, four people in my mentions, and I got, like, one or two DMs, and people are, like, cousins to Detroit. And I'm like, what? So I'm scrolling up and down. I, I go to your Twitter. I'm like, what's going on here? I thought about texting you. And I'm like, I'm this, glad is, you didn't. this is just speculative nonsense. This is just wishful thinking. What are people even talking about? James, shut this down. This is stupid. He's not coming here. Why this is it dumb. wishful think- thinking? Why do people want that? I can't imagine. People haven't watched him, apparently. It's not even that. Like, he's he's had moments this year. I don't get why would Detroit sign him so they can play Isaiah Stewart less? Right. Uh, y- so yeah. They, and this is another thing. Well, also because Okafor's out, so people think that you need a third to come in. No, they're fine. Um, I'll say this. There's another reason that Saban Lee and Frank Jackson are in no rush to get their contracts converted. Breaking news. You ready? <laughs> I was drinking my Dr. Pepper. Go ahead. Are you ready for this? Yes. Breaking news. Don't You promise you won't tell anybody. I'm not going to tell anyone, James. All right. You ready? Okay. <laughs> you should tell me first so I can tweet no, it no, out. No, no. Okay, no, no, no. okay. 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 The Pistons don't have an open roster spot. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> they would have to get rid of somebody. To sign anybody to a regular contract. Yeah. I don't know what this bit is that we're doing, but it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, moral of the story, there's no reason for the Pistons to sign DeMarcus Cousins. Sure. Um, and I don't know why anybody would want that anyway. And, yeah. Nope. Not going to happen. And I also I wanted to tell you something. I made a kicks trade uh, this week. I'd like to know your thoughts. Ooh. Okay, yeah. I've done a few of those. I can I can tell you about the ones I've done. Go ahead. I traded – I had the fire red threes, Jordan threes. Yep. Not a big Jordan guy, just had them. And I'm a massive Kobe fan, massive Kobe shoes fan, have been for a while. Like, this isn't just a resurgence since his passing. Although, any it does play a part because anytime I can find a, a trade or a deal on Kobe's now, I do because the shoes are just so expensive. Sure. I traded them for the Chester 10 rivalry uh, Kobe's. I'm going to show you them really quick. Yeah, sure. Look, if you're if, – since this is an audio – it is um, audio. This is since this is audio and not visual. <laughs> look up the Ch- Kobe Ten Chester Rivals, and let me know what you think. I and also, also look. I want it to be known that while James is leaning over to show me these, yeah, okay, that's I, I, that's what I thought. Half those yellow, were. half yep. orange with the gray. Yeah. Yep, gray toe box. So while James is leaning over to take those shoes in and out of the box, I just want it to be known what's on the back of his chair. James, do you want to tell the folks what's on the back of your chair? Oh, yes. You so were looking at me story. like, like, whoa, what's going on back there? <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, dude, I, my girlfriend's not here, so I thought somebody was, like, in the house. <laughs> um, so this is what's on the back of my chair. I found this in my closet. Like I said, we were starting the moving process, cleaning things out of certain places, throwing stuff away, donating clothes. And What size are you? 
In shoe? No, and well, in anything. Like what? What's like? What size what hoodie do you wear? Oh, uh, do you want me to like go through like my pants and my like you said? Which is there a specific? Do you want to know my whole fit size? Like from shoe to you just want to know hoodie? Well, you're saying you're donating clothes. Just give them to me. Give me your hand-me-downs, James. I was where James is. They're like they're not. Yeah, no, they're not worth. I mean, maybe. Um, I'm kind of kidding. Large. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, oh, me too. Large. Okay, yeah, me too. Go ahead though. Okay. Um, so on my back of my chair, I found a blue Duke basketball hoodie, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, "Why do I have a Duke basketball hoodie? <laughs> I went to Michigan State. I hate Duke." And then it dawned on me that this is the hoodie that Luke Kennard made me wear. Me and him made a bet last season when Michigan State and Duke played, and the loser would have had to wear the other's alma mater hoodie and take a photo with it. And um, I don't remember. Did me and Luke take a photo? I don't remember seeing yeah, that. I, either I took a photo. Fo- I think there's one on my Twitter of me with the hoodie. I don't remember if Luke was in it. But I, I found the hoodie that he – and he I gave it back to him after the game. He's like, no, just keep it. I don't want it. And I was like, I don't want this. <laughs> and I like just – I had no – I couldn't just like change in the middle of the locker room. So I, yeah. got, I forgot – I brought it with me. And, yeah, I have a Luke's – a Luke Duke – hoodie and maybe i'll give it away yeah you texted it to me yesterday as like a really subtle flex you knew that it was going to pull at my heartstrings a little bit yeah i, I sent that to you because i know you'd probably you'd probably want to be in the raffle maybe i'll send it to yes. you i was gonna say i would like to i'll, I'll buy one of the, which by the way james and i have come, been coming up with quotes for for shirts i think we're making some really good progress yeah, uh, we have more than 10 which is we need yes. 10 so now we're at the point where you have to cut it down right which means we'll have the best of the best anyways the trade I don't think anybody yeah. won. I think it was just like a, I feel like you both got what you wanted, and that's what matters. I don't think like you yeah. fleeced him or the other way around. Um, I think I won because those shoes probably now, like they're lightly used, mm-hmm. um, but you can't tell unless you like look inside the sole. Yeah, like yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah. I think I won simply because those shoes now are probably like five hundred bucks, just simply off like the re- how the resale thing goes. I traded a pair of the closing ceremony eleven lows. Uh, Jordan 11 lows if people remember those had the gold yeah. you know um, and a pair of the wool 12s for Ooh. a pair of the black OVO 10s you have a pair of OVO 10s had a pair of OVO 10s sold those boys um, yeah got my money up you're there you're a smart man yes and then uh, with the excess money I made from that went in on a pair of uh, uh, the the 350 V2s. This was years ago. The Oreo boys with the the black with a white stripe. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when you say you went in on a pair, like did you and a friend no, split the them. cost and you guys shared the shoes? Oh, Not. Okay. I bought them so that I could flip them. Right. I bought yeah. I bought them at a good price. Legit checked them. Checked out. You're a flipper. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I I bought them, and then at the time, so the Space Jams had just re released. Yep. Traded the Yeezys for two pairs of Space Jams. Space Jams were going for three fifty a piece. I paid three seventy five for the Yeezys. Okay, so mm-hmm. I got two pairs of the Space Jams. Sold one pair for three fifty, one pair for three hundred. Boom, out the door. Look at you. Yeah, you brought twenty bucks. Yeah, brother, this was three years ago. I got nothing <laughs> for you right now. I got nothing for you right now. Um, so yeah, we're getting to the end of our episode. Really chaotic show today. Again, not much to talk about once yeah. we got past the DeLon Wright news. So that's kind of weird. Just that's why I, I wanted to do who he play for. So I'm like, he'll let me get a kick cl- out of that. Do you have? I was very excited about that. Do you have any closing 
Um, Pistons thoughts, I guess, for this week. Well, I was just going to jump into story time, then we're going to do albums. Did we talk about Sadiq winning his Eastern Conference Player of the oh Week? God, no, we didn't. Yeah, shout out to him. <laughs> Sadiq Bay won Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Hey, it's okay. It's technically per, you. You say Big Deek, right? Because his name is Sadiq. Oh my! Are you talking about the nickname? Yeah, that's how I read it whenever I see it. But I don't know if that's no. what I'm supposed to say. I don't think you understand the joke. I do understand the joke. But I was just kind of like, but his name isn't Sadiq, it's Sadiq. Yeah. So that's why I Big was like. Big Deek Energy. I think for parental advisory purposes, yeah, we should say Big Deek Energy. Okay, because I, I didn't know if, okay, well, then there we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's, I, it's it's like I, I, the Bulls uh, broadcasters were like really upset about it. They're like, I don't know how good he is. And then Sadiq misses like two threes. And they're like, see, this is the guy that won over Zach Levine. And it was a whole thing. And then he comes out in the third quarter and knocks down. Uh, no, that, I, wait, no, that wasn't. That was the Memphis game that he scored. He had, he had nine points in like two minutes. I'm sorry. Um, was it? I thought that was the Chicago game. He had some big threes in that. He did. He did. But it was the Memphis game that we were. We went into the half like down however many points. And in the first two minutes and nine oh, seconds, yeah, yeah. he hit three threes. Yeah. Um, I specifically know it because my stream was 15 minutes IRL time behind. So you guys were tweeting about what was happening. And I'm like, brother, I just went into halftime. What do you mean the third quarter started? <laughs> so I missed it. I didn't even get to see it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that was awesome. Uh, Sadiq Bey is only the second rookie since, I think, 2015 when Cat did it uh, to win a Player of the Week award. So that's first that's, Pistons rookie since Kelly Trapuca, I yep. believe, in the 80s. Yep. It's a big it's a big award. Yeah. Um Yeah, no, he balled out two weeks ago. That was that was much deserving. Sure. Uh, I was shocked when it happened. Absolutely. Um and at this point I don't think they've announced they're not doing rising stars this year. They've officially implemented the three point and dunk contest. I feel I hope they at least name a team. You know what I mean? Like how they were originally gonna do it? with the all star team and then they were like, oh, actually we're gonna play a game because money. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um I wonder if Wayne does a three point contest when's the all-star game i didn't ask him uh and it's the week it's when it's when i'm moving so i know like the last pistons game before the break and it just got added originally the last game would have been march 2nd against That's the right. raptors now it's march 4th march against, 4th against march the 4th yeah. against the knicks and then it's all-star week after that till the time. sure i also didn't know that teams aren't playing other teams more than three times this year so we're done with milwaukee for the year which upsets me so i learned that didn't know that so that means I can't go to a Bucks game later this year. Anyways, James, story time with James is here. Um, Did you think of a player before? Or are you freestyling it? I do have. If I if you don't have one for my first one, I do have a reserve. Okay. First one is Stan Van Gundy. Got to cover him for a year. Yes, I have a great Stan. I have a story time with Stan that he. It was story. It's going to be story time with James, but it was story time with Stan. Okay. So he was. It was one day after practice. We were just kind of bullshitting around, talking. He's just you know doing he's dribbling between his legs and you know hitting hezzies <laughs> and stuff like that. He wasn't doing that, but <laughs> I actually never saw Stan dribble a ball. Okay, I, I was gonna ask because we asked Luke when we had him on the show. We asked Luke Kennard if he had ever seen it, and he's like, "Yeah, he's got game." <laughs> he did, did he say that? That's yeah, funny. he did say that. No, I think it's legit. Um, so he was telling us a story about when he was in high school and he was, I don't remember if he was on varsity, JV, whatever it was. And um, 
the whole team, like they only had five guys available for a team for a game. Like either everybody's grades were bad or everybody got – there was something, something, something happened where guys got in trouble for whatever reason it was. They only had five guys available for, for a game. And the point guard on the team was out there hot-dogging. <laughs> he was out there doing like and one mixtape stuff, Yeah, shooting every shot, not hitting the extra man, whatever. And Stan was like, yeah, our coach just lit into him. He called a timeout after a turnover. He, he said, what are you doing? He's like – Blah, 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 blah. Like, pass the ball, do this, do that. And the kid, Stan said the kid, like, wiped his mouth on his jersey and he looked the coach dead in his eyes like, what are you going to do, bench me? Because <laughs> there was nobody on the bench. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the kid just continued to just bullshit the, the way the rest of the game. That's incredible. And that story was always funny to me, just like, what are you going to do, bench me? Yeah. Did they um, win? I don't remember if they won. I don't remember that, but I, I do remember that the kid kind of was able to punk the coach at yeah. a time when the coach was trying to use it as a teaching moment because he had no other options but to play the kid. That's funny. That's incredible. You know who um, was in a similar – another stand story. Yeah, go, go for ahead, it. Finish. No, no, no. no, no. Mine's not interesting because you're going to roll your eyes and you're going to get mad at me and you've already bolded me enough this week. I'll say no, it. Just ahead. Colin Sexton played three on five in college. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, see? He did. You're right. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he another, scored like it was 40, after the, by the way. I just want to say that. He's played really well. Anyways. He did. He, no, he balled. I remember that game. Um, so it was after the Blake trade. <laughs> this was like my first, like, I'd say my first, again, I covered Stan my first year covering the Pistons his last year. So, like, I'm still green by in the ears in terms of this entering this arena of covering the NBA. It was the first availability, first practice after the Blake trade. And so when that happens – there's obviously more reporters than usual. So I'll, I'll break it down for people to understand. Normal circumstances, we're, at, we're waiting for practice to end. We go, to the, we go inside the gym after they're done, and it's usually just me, Rod, uh, Vince, but now Omari, even though he hasn't been able to do it. But going forward, it'll be Omari. Me, Vince, Omari. I'm sorry, me, Rod, Omari, Keith. Jeez. The fellas, just the fellas. The four beat guys, plus the Pistons will have like their social, like their video team they'll be in on the press conference so but when news that's who's usually there on a day-to-day basis that's why you see we get access that others don't because we're we that's our we cover the pistons but like on days when news break it's like you'll see channel seven come in channel four channel two um all the news stations so like it's one of those days where every media outlet in the city is at the is at the palace uh because the blake trade just happened so it's like 20 people 15 20 people and everyone's asking stan about blake trade everyone's asking about blake what it means uh, everyone's asking blah 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 blake this blake that blake blah 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 so about 10 minutes in i'm like i'm gonna be the guy that asks what i think is a good question but also a stupid question because the pistons were struggling with rebounding outside of andre like that's been kind of the story during andre's entire tenure mm-hmm. and i was like Aside from the aside from Blake coming in, do you think Willie Reed will help with the rebounding issues? <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. I don't care that he didn't stick around. Good for you for asking that. And Stan, if people were, and Stan looked at me and he said, "Sure," and that was it. That's all he said. Sure. And then later, I realized why he said that. Right. Because if you recall, Willie Reed was traded two days later. Yes. For Jameer Nelson. Yeah. Of course, then I don't have sources or know what's going on. Like, I don't know that Willie Reed's not going to be around. Like, I know who Willie Reed is, and I think he had, like, a 
a moment or two at his previous stop uh, with the Clippers or like he was getting time then maybe or he was fine in the G League or something. So I was just asked. I was like, yeah, do you think he'll help with the rebounding? Sure. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Who was the um, – it was Bryce Johnson. That was the other guy in that, right? Yep, Bryce Johnson. Bryce Johnson. Um, how often was uh, Stan drinking a Diet Coke? <sighs> Did I ever see Stan drink a Diet Coke? No, I don't think so. I always, he usually had water. He would have water. I don't think I saw the Diet Coke. That's too if bad. If I did, yeah, I never saw that. Uh, who was funnier, him or Dwayne? Different types of funny. Sure. Both funny, though. Who had better isms? I don't think people know. I don't. Oh, Dwayne. Yeah. I don't think people know Dwayne's funny. Dwayne's funny when we're all done asking, like, on the record questions and we're just posted up chatting with him <laughs> and he's, like, being real then. Like, he'll be real about players on his team. He'll be real about certain situations. Like, yeah, like, not like, are they bad or are they good, but, like, oh, okay. what's going on with them or whatever. As soon as he's off the record, he's like, yeah, I'm sick of Thon, man. That dude freaking stinks. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, like, he's more, like, when the camera's off, he's more. All these guys know when the camera's on when the camera's off, and I'll just right, tell you right. they're all a little different than when the camera's on in a good way. They're more relatable. But Dwayne is funny. Dwayne's the funny – Stan's the guy when you go to the bar by yourself and you just broke up with your girlfriend and you go to the bar and you sit next to a guy who's already at the bar by himself. Yeah. And you, like, make a friend. <laughs> like, that's Stan. Like, he's like you're going to learn something. He's going to make you laugh. Dwayne's funny in the sense that, like, um, he's the guy that's, like, quiet and then he'll come in with, like, a good a good tag, like a good – a good jab or a good joke from like the top um, rope at the, at yeah, the 11th from the hour. top rope yeah, yeah like it catches you okay um they're both funny in their own ways certainly can you give us uh before we jump to albums do you have off the top of your head anything you can remember your favorite uh caseyism i think the the most popular one and people might remember this cuz i'm sure we've tweeted it a bunch before you're either the statue or the bird <laughs> That's his. That was one of his go-to's early on. He hasn't said that in a while. Uh, hey. um, and then the, the other one is, I'd ra- you guys see this one all the time. Like we tweet it. You, I'd rather have a guy where I gotta say giddy up than uh, <laughs> what is it? I'd rather. He always says it with Isaiah Stewart. I'd rather have a guy where I have to say giddy up than, or or I'd rather have a guy where I'd rather say ho ho than giddy up. Yeah. <laughs> and he has some good Southern ones too that I can't remember. But yeah. something about the side of a barn. He's got some some very. Uh, Kentuckyisms. Yeah. Um, I meant to ask you this. My brother had a question. That was also oh. my question. Yeah, what's up? Shout out to Matt. When uh, are you going to ask Jeremy Grant about wearing nines? Probably not this season. That's a that's a we're at the practice facility. When you can actually. On the road. Right. Yeah, where yeah. it's like I don't – I'm not wasting people's time on Zoom when they have work to do. That's like shooting the shit before a game, sure. after a game, before sure. – yeah. I can hear Matthew right now on his commute to work just booing in his hybrid car. I can hear him. He's so upset with you right now. Yeah. We really want to know what he, th- what he has to say about that. All right, James, albums. Yeah. Uh, favorite album that you want someone to go listen to, Black History Month, go. I'm going first? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with – This is off the dome, by the way. You – did not prepare for this, I can tell. Yeah, I don't know. And, like, I know it's, like, one of the few things that we consistently do every podcast. Um, I'm going to go with Danny Brown. 
atrocity exhibition. Okay. To me, like it's it's not for everybody. Like in terms of sonically, it's not. Sure. Um, lyrically, though, like if you know Danny Brown's story, like I think it's one of the most creative albums created in quite some time. That's the one with downward spirals, the opening yep. track, right? Okay. Yep. Um, it's basically like how I interpret it, and you can make many different interpretations i think but atrocity exhibition like when people see danny brown previously like when he was first at his heights um the guy with the chipped tooth the crazy hair the voice like he was like a people might have seen him as like oh this guy looks more interesting than his music sounds or like his lifestyle is more interesting than his music sounds and then that whole album is about how that lifestyle pretty much like he he played out that lifestyle in front of everybody and you might have seen this and it looks like a guy that's just having a great time living in fame and and making money and getting women but behind all that like this is what i went through trying to carry that persona like atrocity exhibition like this is the exhibition of atrocity like i don't know um i always just thought like that was he's very personal um and i thought that was probably his most personable album sure in terms of like really detailing what the lifestyle he was living was actually doing to him. Yeah, absolutely. That was uh, that was uh, like genuinely a very very good sort of breakdown and explanation of what that is, and honestly, kind of what it means to you. It makes me feel kind of bad because I can't really go into my pick as much as you did. Um, I'm picking uh, Evolution by Boys to Men because okay. Boys to Men is Boys to Men the greatest R&B group of all time. It's not close. Um, I've had a running thing in my life, and I swear to God, we'll get Matthew on the show. We'll get my brother on the show. I've had a running thing for probably about six or seven years. I need to find a a Boys to Men vinyl in real life. I can't can't find any of them. I can get you one. No, 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 no. Not a gift. I need to find it in a record store myself. It's I, like I would a, say I have to, I have an extra copy of the album you just picked. So, oh, do you really? Yeah, we can talk. We'll talk. But if no, you want no, no, you want the yeah, you want to find it. It's, I need it, it that's a, it's a real thing. Like I, it's different. Yeah. I I need to, and I you know I've tried I've tried for years. Not 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 evolution any period. It could be greatest hits. I don't care. I'll play end of the road a thousand times. I don't care. Um, it's the, yeah. <laughs> the reason I can't. Um, obviously explain uh, this record is in the way that you just did with Danny, which should we tell people about what happened the other day? No. No? Okay. So anyways, um, <laughs> this record's great. Uh, Can't Let Her Go and Baby Come On back to back. And Baby Come On, the, this is this thick, gritty bass. And, mm. Uh, mm. The, the drums in, in Can't Let Her Go. Mm. Mm. And, you know, if, you ever, uh, if you're ever in a position where you need to woo, where you need to impress, where you need to set the mood, First of all, boys to men is all. That's just where you need to be in the first place. Yeah. Um, this is. I genuinely. I feel this pick in my heart. Like I love boys to men. I don't think people know that about me. I, I friggin' love boys to men. I Took always you more have. as a Beach Boys guy. No, I love boy. Like I, James. I love. <laughs> if like I it. love boys to men. Anyways, Evolution boys to men. I think it was ninety seven. I think when it came out. So I wasn't even alive yet. So this record is actually older than me. Um, yeah, good pick. Good pick. I'm proud of you. I haven't, been pr- I haven't been proud of you 
as of as of late on this podcast uh, because of some of your decisions. Brother, two episodes ago, you Rich, said Rich Chiga. No, 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 no. I said Mad Libs. Melly. I said Mad Libs new record. Yeah, you tore me apart on that. Um, yeah, I mean, we could. Yeah, we could go down the list. I'm genuinely proud of you right now. I just want you to know that. Because I said Boys to Men. Yeah, genuinely proud of you. I said Mad Libs album. And it was you great. Were... That was a great pick. But you, in that same podcast, you said Nico Melly. Uh, yeah. I don't. I see. I don't get what the problem with that was. I don't know if you're just if it's a your meme Motown, at this point. Your Motown Noah All Stars is literally like fifty percent white, and this is Black History. No, 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 you, no. It was like twenty percent. It was like twenty percent. No. We had Luke, Nico. Hold on. Chetty, Dante. Dante, that's four. Yes, out of 13. I'm pulling that's more it. than two. four out of 13 equals. Shoot, it's, it, I'm, I, I'm, I, guys, I'm, I apologize to our listeners. I realize this is bad radio, me fumbling trying to find my list right it's thir- now. It's 31%, man. Okay. Jetty, one. Luke, two. Dante, three. Dwight Powell doesn't count. Nico, nope. Nico four. So, yeah, okay. You find me one NBA team in the in the in the league not in Utah that has more than four white guys on it, and I'll shut up. Svi, Davidis, Plumley, even Plumley, Plumley, yeah, that's it. Uh, Milwaukee Next. has Pat Connaughton, Sam Merrill, Dante Divincenzo, Brooke Lopez. Is, is Brooke Lopez? I don't know what what Brooke Lopez. I think Lopez they're is. mixed. Okay, so that's still three. Um. There's another one on there. I'm sure there is. No, I mean, where's Mike uh, Muscala at? He, he's, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Muscala, shout out to Mike Muscala. <laughs> the, uh, um, I'm surprised he's not a Motown Noah All Star. You know who? You know who I actually forgot about until recently, and he would have been if he was still in the league. Who? I loved Jason Smith. That dude was a hooper. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. What the hell is the matter with Jason if you are listening Smith? On, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts please, and you're feeling generous, please leave a five-star and a review. Um, this, has been, this has been fun, Nick. Another great, another great podcast. Hey, also the support has been ridiculous. Um, our, our numbers are awesome. So thank you, guys. Shirts will be coming. We will do the shirts at some point. Likely let me get out of the season and we'll do it. We're closer to the end of the season. Um, and we will we will have it. We're gonna do ten shirts with ten with ten different low uh, ten different quotes from the show. Um, yeah, we're excited. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being you. Is that what you say? Thank you for being you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. How are you feeling today, Nick? It doesn't matter. Yeah. How you're? I wish you were a wrestling fan. I was gonna it, say my wrestling I, fans will get. That's the Rock always used. He's like, do you do you like? Do you which what is your name? My name it doesn't matter what your name is. So here's the thing. I said at the top of this show, James, I also made a joke about it when I did a mic check. I said you've been bullying me. And I actually said it in on the air too. I have not been bullying I, you. And you're gonna stand by that, but also you uh these last five minutes. We I don't Dude, know why we're disparaging Jason Smith. N- nobody likes Jason Smith. Is that a thing? I it could be because I, I liked him when I was a kid, like before I really cared about basketball. Just, All right, my question is to you: Why do you like Jason Smith? And there is just not a plausible answer you could give me to defend your pick for Jason Smith. There's just not. I thought he was a good big. Thought he was a serviceable big. 
<laughs> so you liked him because he was oh he was fine at his job. Dude, I don't know where this what do you realize that people who stand role players are definitively better people than people who stand stars? I agree, but Jason there's also like the hipster being too hipster and anybody who says they like Jason Smith is like also listens to uh I don't I don't if you li- if you like Jason Smith, you're also the same person that says I don't like Jay-Z. Like he like uh like he's just too I don't know. He's I'm too lyrical, man. He's like too, I don't yeah. Also, you just He's not lyrical enough. Dude, I sent you a Miles Bridges track the other night and shout you were and no, not shout out to Flint cuz you crapped all over it. You no, can't you just, can't say no, that no. now. I I'm trying to find my Markeith Morris story very quickly where I did the pop quiz with him and I found it because there's a Jason Smith antidote in there. Can oh my I read God. it to you? Also, yes, shout out to Flynn. I'm just saying because James is, is double-crossing right now. Oh, don't but be yeah. afraid now. Go ahead. Don't be afraid. Was um, it uh, Big Mookie, Lil Mookie? Who is it? That's gonna... Lil, Lil Mookie. Lil Mookie, okay. All right, so I found the Jason Smith. Let me read the question in the situation because um, if I recall, it was pretty fu- Okay, here we go. This was question number 11 to Mark Keefe. I did this last year with him, did a pop quiz. Okay. I did a pop quiz last this past week with Wayne Ellington. If you haven't read that, go check that out. But I also, if you want to go back and find the Mark Keefe one, just type in Mark Keefe Morris Pop Quiz the Athletic. Yeah. Question 11. Your first ever NBA points came from the free throw line. Do you remember who followed you? Mark Keefe Morris's answer. Uh, fuck no. <laughs> who, was it ag- <laughs> who was it against? Memphis? Me. It was against the Pelicans. I'll give you I'll give you a hint if you need one. Go ahead and give me one. Uh, he's a tall Caucasian player. Marcus Smith, Marcus Morris. Was it Jason Smith? <laughs> Me. There you go. Marcus Morris. Yeah, he's a hacking motherfucker. <laughs> That's why I have an issue with you liking Jason Smith. We really came full circle on you yep. mentioning that story an hour ago. And now, if I didn't bring up Jason Smith, well, so you don't. That's like why this is the best pod on yeah. the services. It literally, James and I discussed none of that. That was unplanned. We it just have unplanned. immaculate um, chemistry. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, so, from here on out, anytime you bring up Jason Smith, it needs to be followed by he's a hacking motherfucker. I can actually get on board with that. Is that a good T-shirt? <laughs> it is but like it's part of it's it's from a story so does it count as does it count as abundant i guess like yeah because i wrote the story a, it's you I'm right part of yeah okay yeah, yeah well, sure maybe i'm gonna call it right now that'll be number 10 yeah he's a hacking motherfucker yeah i okay yeah Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen uh if you've made it this far genuinely thank you very very much for listening as shout Jane- out to my editor shout out to allison katsanika for allowing me to Put yeah, he's a hacking motherfucker in a story. Yeah, you said that, and I was like, well, I guess it's a, it's like a privatized. Hey, what's this? What am I getting emails for from you guys about joining the beta program? What is that? I don't know. I keep getting emails from the athletic. They're like, dude, you can beta test our app. I'm like, I already have the app. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe there's a new. You guys app trying to chip my phone know. or something? What's going on here? <laughs> I don't know. That's news to me. I'll try to find out. <laughs> I'll send you the email. I'll send you the email. All right, All right ladies and gentlemen, you made it this far. Genuine, thank you very much. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to rate five stars and subscribe. I hope people <laughs> listen to the end. 
we'll have this to like tweet a out. Terrible episode. We'll have to we'll have to tweet out like I know it's gonna be a chore, but make it to the end. <laughs> this was a terrible yeah. episode. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have we done a good podcast? It's been a while since we've done a good podcast. Uh we the Derek stuff I think was good. That was like two weeks. That was like two weeks ago though. It's it's we're on a cold streak. Yeah, we're on a cold streak. All right, know, people are still listening. Hopefully, if you're, if you're getting annoyed. <laughs> He wants to switch things up. That's fine. We'll try. It's hard to talk about this team yeah. twice a week, uh, so we try to talk about them in ways like this. So yeah, just give James obscure would you rather's, and we'll just discuss that on the show. Yeah, there we go. We'll just dissect those. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will catch you guys in the next one.